This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment. It is September of 2021. And in this episode, I want to talk about my own personal life life experiences of dating Jewish women and what I learned from those relationships. For anybody that knows me in real life, in reality, you do know that I want to end up and be with someone who is Jewish. Um, the worldwide Jewish population is only 12 or 13 million or so. There's billions of Christians and there's billions of Muslims, but there's only like 12 or 13 million Jews, most already taken, most already not, some a lot not interested. Um, I'm going to talk about my experiences of the women I've gone out with that were Jewish without, without mentioning any names. Where I think the best place for me to find Jewish women is, but and why that's still going to be a hard case to figure out. And then at the end, I am going to be going over in relation to women from the Proverbs in Hebrew Mishlei, from the Proverbs, the kind of woman that every um, guy is trying to find, maybe Jewish and non-Jewish guys, whichever the case may be, that we're looking for a woman of... Of, uh, of valor. Um, it's part of the Proverbs, uh, also known as Mishlei. Uh, chapter 31, 10. Chapter 31, 10 through, 30, 10 through 31. Um, I'm going to read it out in English mostly, but I am going to try to test out and practice the Hebrew because it's always good to say things, things mean so much more in Hebrew if you check out my Hebrew language episode. But anyway, yeah, the ending we're going to talk about the Mishlei, but and also the Kriyat Shema, uh, the Shema that said before going to bed in in relation to forgiveness and of uh, forgiveness of whoever hurts you thing. Okay, so with that said, let's get right into this. I've gone at first. I've gone out with only two Jewish women, but now it's been three. I've gone out with and an older woman that I hooked up with. But anyway, let's start with let's start from the beginning. Way, way back, it was the year, it was the summer of 2000, without mentioning any names. Way, way back in the year 2002, oh my god, that feels like a lifetime ago. Way back in the summer of 2002, somehow, somewhere online, in an online chat room, where they still live in the same, same city of Philadelphia, I'm from the suburb of Philly, and she was from a part of Philly. We matched off. There's no matching back then with the apps. We, we we somehow connected through a chat thing online, and then after that, this is so we first met online on the internet. This is a Jewish woman I went out with, 2002, and then we first met on Roosevelt Boulevard. Roosevelt Boulevard. You can check out my Roosevelt Boulevard episode back in the April 2021 section of my podcasts, how I rant on I-90, uh, I-95 in Roosevelt. Uh, we met at the uh, on Roosevelt at the, uh, Palace, the Palace Skating Rink. So we met at the Palace Skating Rink because one of her siblings was having a birthday there. And the other thing I want to say about her... Um, she's with another guy now. Uh, she's with him and happy. And uh, I believe she has me. I believe she has me blocked on all, on, all, on all, everything on internet, um, social media. So I guess that relationship didn't really end really well to know that she has me blocked everywhere on uh, social media. But you know, it's just how people deal with stuff with blocking and all that kind of nonsense of how with things. But anyway, the last thing I want to say about her before I move on to other parts of this is 
the story about there was one time we were going out we were still good and still going out and we were at her house and her siblings were downstairs and she was going to take me upstairs to her room and have us do stuff and before we had the chance to go you know all the way further my mom rings the doorbell cock blocking me so this was the summer of 2002 my mom rang their doorbell and basically cock blocked me from getting it on so that's what I remember most about um, is the meeting I kept, meeting online at first after online somehow getting to get the, uh, meet up at palace skating rink after meeting the internet and being cock blocked and uh, not getting to uh, do stuff with her back in the room uh, and um so and then we met up at uh, we met at uh, teenage dan- dance clubs in Philadelphia, where we got where we were. Um, anyway, it did. She was not the right woman for me, and then eventually uh, she broke off it. She broke it off with me, and I went on with my life. And I feel I feel good to continue going on with my life. And that was my first main big Jewish girlfriend back in the summer of two thousand two. Right, fast forward. A, Fast forward 11 years, and it is the summer of 2013. On the OkCupid application, OkCupid, um, a Jewish woman messaged me, and she was, and we met up, and we started going out. This was the only woman I went out with with a whole year, and the one big thing I want to say about that relationship was. Not all the time, but for the most part, for a majority of it, not the whole thing, but a whole good most amount. I gotta say, the sex was really, 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 really good. This was such good sex. But sex isn't everything. Sex is just one part of things. And then the one thing I want to say to wrap to to wrap up with these first two Jewish women here in the summer of 2002 and uh. The summer of 2013 is what connects them both and here's the part about learning and what I learned from relationships is that okay both in both cases both women's family didn't like me whether it was from the summer of 2002 or the summer of 2013 neither of either woman's families liked me what I've learned for that is if you're going to try to be with someone long-term or potentially want to be with long-term, you're going to want to have to get along with their family because their family is not their number one priority. Their family is going to be with them no matter what, and my family is going to be with me no matter what. So knowing that their family is going to be with them and they families have their own opinions, if you don't get along with a woman's family, then you shouldn't really be with them long-term. But in both cases, with both women, both summer twenty, summer 2000, summer two, excuse me, the summer of 2002 girl and the summer woman, woman rather, let's not call them girls, they're women. The summer of 2002 women and the summer of 2013 with both cases, both the family, siblings slash parents didn't like me. So anytime, I, I, I fall back. I fall back and move on with my life if, if any other, if any family doesn't like me in the case of that. Um, but yeah, the, the, the um, what I consider the best way to meet women, and it's not online, it's not through any online stuff, is I be- from trying to find my Jewish woman is, I believe they're going to university, to college. I want to call it university. Let's call it university. It's another word for college. In universities, there are young Jewish women that 
I'd like to think are still waiting to meet me. Now, because college and university wasn't for me, I can't go to those myself. I'm in my... I'm in my 30s now. I'm 36 at the time of this recording, September 2021. And I do believe there are a whole lot of young Jewish women that are going to university that I hope are looking for me and want to go out with me. And I think that was the, that's the best case scenario. And I believe um, the women that are looking for me, well, they're not looking for me. I'm trying to find them. It's easier said than done. But I believe they're going to university and studying at university. Well, they're probably also banging some other guys. But we'll talk about that kind of stuff soon. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, yeah, but I do, I do really think and believe that at universities all over is where I would probably find the most attractive and intelligent and getting uh, and getting some good stuff, good life experiences. If I if I could somehow meet Jewish university women to go out with, they are at universities at things like Hillel too, and I do hope they do find me one day. And now the third and final Jewish woman going out with, I just want to say what I got and learned out of that relationship is that this person went out of their way to get me a shirt, shirts, plural, I, I, and I, one short sleeve and one is long sleeve, and it's very nice, and I like the shirt and shirts. So I'm wearing the shirts. I sometimes still wear the, wear the shirts. They. What I mean by that is if a woman, if a woman really likes a guy... They're going to buy you shit. They're going to buy you stuff. It's not always about the guy buying stuff for the woman. If a woman really, really likes a guy, they will buy some shit, buy some stuff for you. Whether that be clothes or whatever the case may be outside of clothes to also get. But she got me a shirt. So that's the one thing I want to say about her. And the second thing I got out for learning besides, oh, it was really neat that she got me a shirt. She wanted to get me a shirt or shirts is that because we lived far away from each other, I want to say towns way off from each other that I got to then have this is 2017 by the way we're now first was 2002 then 2013 now 2017 with 2017 what I'm saying is with the transportation factor the transportation aspect of, of me getting a SEPTA key card so that I could go on the train at Frankfurt Terminal Transportation Center to go be, to, to go be between both towns so if nothing else if you meet someone and they live kind of far from you i now have from that learning relationship experience a septic key card that can get me on the train to the train to anywhere past of the frankfurt transportation terminal and then for a side little quick hookup thing uh, also an older jewish woman in november of november of 2012 november 2012 at the mall, I met an older Jewish woman. I was 27 at the time, and she was 48. She was an older 48-year-old blonde Jewish woman, and we, we hooked up a little bit. So that was fun to have a, uh, I want to say cougar. That was fun to have a little experience with the cougar. But yeah. So quick recap. I went out with three different Jewish women. I went out, I met someone online in the summer of 2002. Then we met at Palace Skating Rink. We only went out for a few weeks or so, and and her family didn't family didn't like me. And my mom rang the doorbell when she was about to want to do stuff with me in her bedroom. Uh, then fast forward eleven years later, two thousand thirteen. It was really really good, great, fantastic, incredible sex, and also her family didn't like me. And then third, twenty seventeen of. 
I only went out with three Jewish women, two or three, yeah, uh, is, uh, got me a shirt, got me shirt or shirts, and I got a septic key card for transportation for furthering my life. And then I had a little hookup with an older Jewish woman when I was 27, and she was 48. And yeah, um, now, because I've watched a lot of YouTube videos, I now want to go over some life and human relationship terms that relate to women. Uh, and how, I'm, like I said, I like to think that the Jewish women are possibly at the Jewish universities. And because, you know, Jewish women don't go to, Jewish women my age don't go to synagogue anymore, or the most don't go to synagogue. And, um, because most don't go to synagogue, they're going to university to study and learn and, and bang guys. Uh, I like to think the guy, the women, the women are at universities that just haven't found me or know I even exist yet. Or if they do know I exist, there wasn't an opportunity to talk to get to know each to get to know each other more. Um, last thing I want to say is I do not want any converts. So if you were it, now, let me don't get me wrong. Converts, it's great that they want to become Jewish, and and they're and, and for the ones that do it for the right reasons, that's great. But for the most part, my relationships trying to find people that try to convert are not going well either. So I want the woman to be born Jewish and have some Jewish meaning in their life. Ideally, I'd like them to know Hebrew. And of course, I want women to be able to, know, to love, to, to, to be patient and to love to dance. With that said, let me now go over some of the human relationship terms that I've learned over the past three or four years. And this could be related to about all women in general. And then we're gonna, at the end, talk about Mishlei Proverbs, which, which the right Jewish woman I'm looking for would have. And a little bit about the forgiving for hurtful thing of the of the Kriyat Shema said at night and helps forgive people, what have you, all people, whoever they are in your life, they come in and out. So let's go for the three, let's go over um, three quick terms. Sal Sal Solipsism, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Solipsism, uh, spelled S-O-S-O-L-I-P-S-I-S-M. Not all, because you can't, you can't say all of everything in regards to anything and anybody. Um, but a lot, not all, but a lot of women are solipsism, solipsistic. That means the view or theory that the self is all that, that is known to exist. You have to realize in this world, Women, for the most part, do not care about men, or at least, or love men, or at least care or love them in the way that men want to be cared and loved for. A lot of times, okay, solipsism is the philosophical idea that one's mind is sure to exist, but they don't hold the knowledge of any outside minds or external world or mind. So, a lot of women can be solipsistic. It's uh, it's hard. It's a hard word to to explain. But if you want to know, uh, research it for yourself more on what solipsism can mean in regards to um, how people can be that way. All right. Oh, ego. Okay, yeah. So yeah, go get more research for solipsism yourself. Now let's move on to the second word. Hypergamy. Okay. Well. In a nutshell, in a nutshell, hey, this is me in a nutshell. 
Yeah, baby. Okay. Um, the action, hypergamy is the action of marrying or forming a sexual relationship with a person of a superior sociological or educational background. Okay. I don't want to go too much about hypergamy. It is what it is, but it is definitely a thing. And all women want to do that in the definition of the term. But it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just how things are. And you do you make the best of it when trying to talk with women in regards to all their hypergamy. Um, one part I want to say about hypergamy that can be included to be, be a part of it in a way that I connected to is monkey branching. I first heard the term about monkey branching in a quote by the main bad guy of Mission Impossible 2 from 2000. Uh, that's where I have related movie-wise. But anyway, yeah, yeah, monkey branching. Now, because hyper, but I already went over hypergamy. Again, research more about hypergamy yourself. But really, it is a thing, and it is what it is. It's not, it's not a bad thing. You just deal with what how that hypergamy is a part of life. It's it's women want women want to find women want to find the best possible mate. You, you can't you can't you know you can't harm them for that. It's a harm. It, it's 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 everybody everybody everybody's selfish and everybody wants the best possible thing for themselves, no matter who you are. But back to monkey branching after hypergamy. Okay, so monkey branching is if they get tired of a guy, they're always monkey branching to another guy. It is what it is. Keep in mind, women are talking to multiple guys at the same time, and they'll monkey branch to the best possible option in their hypergamy and monkey branching, and they will sometimes be solipsistic, solipsism, um, and it, this is just how life is, and um, the best thing is for everybody to work on themselves, try to become the best possible version of yourselves for whatever you're looking for, and... I, 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 the internet, the online, people can keep the apps, talk to online while also talking in person. And I just, maybe the best way might just be the combination of online, online uh, dating apps and in person. Though I always, I would always just say in person is the best way to talk and meet someone and to hopefully mostly keep things offline. But even if you first met someone offline in the real world first, keep in mind that there is an online presence by everybody in the world. We're all online in some sort of online presence for all of us. So even if you met that person offline in the real world first, you still might be curious what their online internet presence looks like. Whether you're it's a job interview or they're looking up on the guy online or the job. Everybody has an online presence, even if you've met offline first. And if if women disqualify you for your online profiles and they didn't like what they said, saw or read online, saw or heard online on the internet about you, then they're not the right they're not the right woman for you. Because again, just like in the 2017 case where she got me um, a shirt, a shirt or shirts, which was a uh, very nice of her. In, in in similar to that case, the right woman is not going to care what they read or heard about your profile or what other people said about you or whatever the case may be in your online presence. The right woman is not going to care about online that shit. They will stay offline and they'll like you no matter what they read or heard or know about you from an online uh, information account and what have you. Um, I already went over the universities, so I don't have to go over that again. I went over the three women and what I, what I... What I learned is, again, if, the, if you want long-term and the families don't like you, move on. 
uh, for long term because they're 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 gonna they're gonna be with their families no matter what and rightfully so so hopefully get along with that woman's family um and let me see okay i did the and then i went over the human more recent terms i learned about and after the terms yeah the term some oh and there's one more term this is a very important term. I actually did a podcast about this also previously in my past episode if you want to check out. This other thing about women is this little term from some guy that was born in the 1870s at, oh yeah, in France. Okay. Yes, nationality France. The last term I want to talk about before I wrap up this episode with the... Michelet Proverbs talk and the forgiveness prayer at the end at night. Last term I want to go over is all right, brief false law. And if you're curious, go back to my brief false law episode previously in my podcast platform. Brief false law. Brief false law specifically speaks of women having control. In whether or not a relationship takes place, well, that's true. But so far, a man does that. A man has that also. But women have really whether relationship. Whether women also have a relationship takes place and sex, but men have definitely a relationship as, as well. But for some individuals, this might be all right. So, however, it seems that the basic idea can apply to any relationship and is inclusive of other genders. Okay, I don't, I don't. Hold on. Let me just get off of that part. Okay, what is? Here, here the actual definition description. What is brief false law? The female, not the male, determines all the conditions of the animal family. Where the female can derive no benefit from association with the male, no such association takes place. Okay. If you want to learn more about brief false law, check out my brief false law episode or research it for yourself. But definitely check out the episode um, I've done about it. I'm, so I'm not going to go into the details about that since I, and I, because it's already been discussed. I want to cover new ground with my episodes and not go too much old past stuff that's already been covered. Because, yeah, yes, no past, not too much past stuff already covered. But here's, a, here's the last remaining thing I want to say about brief, brief false law about it all. Is, and research the rest for yourself or please check out my brief false law episode if you're just curious. But quick, last thing about brief false law. Okay, let me, again, that last part of the definition, but here, let me read the first part of it first. Where the female can derive no benefit from association with the male, no such association takes place. So, here's what I want to last say about that. What does this say? Hold on, I'm reading this bottom link. Let me see what this says. Hypergamy, oh, they talk about hypergamy in, in relation to prefunds law. Oh, good, so the words connect with each other. All right. All right, hold on. This means that there will never be. Remember a brief, this, hold on. Enjoy the background music while I look up this link. Why can't it just show that exact part of it? (sighs) 
All right, we talked about talking about sex a lot, but anyway, uh, anyway, let me see. I'm trying not to get too far into the links because I won't go into the line. Never mind. Um, the last thing I want to say about the Noah's Association takes place is. Yeah, that's the link. That's the URL link I'm familiar with, but this 2019 thing. Alright, I'm just gonna... Alright. Well, when there's no benefit, noization takes place. So, with any woman, in general, whether they were Jewish or not, if they no longer derive a benefit from you, they move on in life to the next guy or to the next thing for themselves. And that's just how it is. Um, excuse me. Um, no association takes place. So, in, in other words, they can leave for you at any time for any reason if they don't find any use, good use for you. Whether, uh, whatever have you in all of relationships with people, intersexual dynamics. So, if they, um, if they, if they don't have a use or, or a way to ha ha want you to benefit them they will move on basically was was what that means so we're already now 25 minutes in so we're going to take a quick commercial break and i will conclude the episode of my dating and relationships and learning about human relationship terms with the proverbs the proverbs mishlei chapter 31 10 through 29 and the forgiveness prayer for every person you deal with in life I want to talk about Anchor.fm podcasting and why everyone should be a new podcaster. If you haven't heard about Anchor.fm podcasting, it is the easiest way to make a podcast possible. It is 100% free. There are creation tools that allow you to, re to record and edit your podcast right from your mobile cell phone or computer. Anchor.fm podcasting will distribute your podcast for you so that you can be heard on all the other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one easy-to-find place to work everything out together. Download the free Anchor.fm application on your iOS Apple smartphone, which most people have are Apple, or your Android device, or go to Anchor.fm to get started. And we're back from the commercial break. Become a podcaster with the help of the awesome and fantastic Anchor.fm slash Spotify. Alrighty then. Alrighty then. P-A-R-T-Y? Because I gotta. So, one of the most great things that guys can read is a little something called Proverbs, or the Hebrew term for Proverbs is Mishle. Specifically, chapter 31 verse lines 10 through 21. I'm going to try to butcher and say some of the Hebrew, but then I'll say what the English means. And this is what a lot of guys really, well, not all, but a lot of guys want if they want something long-term and serious. So here we go about Mishle Proverbs. Here we go. 
אשת, אשת חיומי, אשת חיומי ימסר, ורק ה... Let me start over. אשת חיומי ימסר, ורק הכל מפנת ריחה. Okay, I'm, I'm already butchering it. I can't even get through the first few words. So here's the English translation. Here is now the English translation of Mishlei Proverbs in relation to about women. Woman. A woman of valor who can find. For her, pr- her price is far beyond ruby. Beyond pearl. I'm sorry. Let me start over. A woman of valor who can find her for her price is beyond pearls. Her husband relies on her and he will lack no gain. She requires him with good and not with evil all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and she works with it with, 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 with the will of her hands. She is like the merchant ships. Merchant ships. She is like the merchant ships. She brings for her food from afar. She arises when it is still night. She gives food to her household and allotted a share to her maidens. She compliments a field and purchases it. From the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. Vineyard. She girds her loins with figure and strengthens her arms. When she advises that her merchants... Wait a sec. I'm going to skip some of these lines. Of the middle... The rest... This middle stuff here. Uh... Let me see the last few, some of these last few lines. She opens with her mouth with wisdom and instruction of kindness on her tongue. She supervises the ways of her household and does not eat the, the bread of idleness. Her children rise and call her fortunate. Also, her husband embraces her. Many women have acquired wealth, but you surpass them all. Charm is false. Charm is false. And deceitful and beauty is futile a god-fearing woman is to be praised give her the fruit of her hands and her deeds will praise her in the gates that's more or less Eshet Chayo this is from Proverbs Mishle chapter 31 10 through 31 all right so one other thing I want to say about all this in relation to any women I've ever met in my life for however long, long or short, and for any of the two or three Jewish women that I went one out with, that I have no ill feelings. It wasn't meant to work out with them, and they, they're, they're not bad people. They're women, and women want what they want. And when, again, with brief law, when they're no longer used to you, uh, it, you have to move on because they're. In a monkey branch, and be some are solic- some can be solipsistic, and there's of course always hypergamy. Um, again, this also goes back to just always working on yourself, trying to become the best version of yourself, and just know that with an abundance mindset, there's always another. Just like there's always another bus every 15 to 20 minutes. There's always another woman coming by another 15 to 20 minutes that may even be way better for you and more enjoyable than any of the past women you've ever dealt with. And there's nothing wrong with the women you dealt with in the past. It just wasn't right to work out with them. And they're not bad people. Yeah. And they should be happy with their current mate, whoever that guy is. But I, I'm still looking for what I want. But you have to always know to always be happy alone. Always be happy with your alone because you're the only person you spend your whole entire life with from birth to death is your own self. Whether you're in a relationship or not, 
you have to learn how to be alone. And if you have any beautiful relationships, know that they can they could be a day, they could be a few hours, a day, a week, month, years, but no matter what, either she's gonna break up with you, you're gonna break up with her, or one of you is gonna die. So, for, so we're all, since we're all gonna die and we're gonna all be broken up, just try to find positive relationships in your life. Positive relationships and friendships. And uh, and everybody hopefully will find what they're looking for when they're out there now in this age of the 21st century and the internet. Now, we're already 32 minutes in. So before I go too off topic, I think I said the most of what I would say about the relationships I went out with in the future. I'm sorry, in the past. Oh my god, I ch- I'm trying not to talk too fast so I can get all the thoughts and opinions out. So this was my experiences of dating two or three Jewish women and what and what I and I said some of the things I le- liked and learned from those relationships. So I want to conclude now before I close this off with this forgiveness prayer of the Kriyat Shema, the Shema that you said before going to bed. And this is from the Kol Nidre service of 5778 and we are currently at the time of this recording 57 57 80, 82 because we're always three months before the English Gregorian calendar so it's 5782 before 2022 El Melech Nechemon Shema Yisroel Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kavod Machuto Leolam Vaed Viafta Eid Adonai Elohecha Belacholava Viafta Eid Adonai Elohecha Belacholava Vacha Uvachonashacha Uvachomeodecha Vihayu Hadvara Hadvarim ha'ele Asher anochim Etzavacha hayom Alvavecha Vishinatam levanecha Vidibarta bam Vishiftecha bevetecha Uvaleftecha vaderech Ushafecha uvkumecha Biavta 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 Uvalecha let me start over. <laughs> Excuse me. Ah Yadecha Vihayu Let the Adonai Oh then that's okay. Anyway, that was some of the Hebrew, which I said somewhat accurately and somewhat not so much. English English translation before getting to the angels and forgiveness. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Blessed is his, his great and glorious name forever and ever. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. 
And these words which I command you this day shall be in your heart. And you shall teach them to your children when you sit in your house, when you, when you travel on the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise up. And when you rise up, by the way, is a... Um, forgetting what that... Uh, 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 oh, hold on. And they shall be a sign for you and for your and an arm and for a front lens between your eyes. That's a reference to tefillin, by the way, tefillin. And write them upon the doorposts of your house and upon your gates. And now for only the English the English word of this, the, the angels and the forgiveness outside of that. I'm going to, because I would butcher the Hebrew again. For all this Hebrew, I'm butchering the whole episode. In the name of our God, the God of Israel, and my right I hand, arm, whatever. In the name of God and the God of Israel, at my right is Michael. My right is Michael. My left is Gabriel. Before me is Uriel. And behind me is Raphael. Michael, Michael, Gabriel, Uriel, and Raphael. Michael, Gabriel, Uriel, and Raphael. And above my head is the divine presence of the Almighty. I hereby forgive whoever has hurt me during this day. I hereby forgive whoever has hurt me during this day. I fear, I hereby forgive whoever has hurt me during this day, any day in the past, and for any day in my first 36 years from July 1985 to September 2021, whether they be uh, acquaintances, strangers, Jewish, not Jewish, relationships, friendship, whatever the case may be, I hereby forgive who has ever hurt me today. And I want to add also any day before today, as we, I want the forgiveness now post Yom Kippur in this Sukkot, Sukkot now. Sukkot. Sukkot is a hot holiday. Research it if you know for yourself, if you've never heard what Sukkot is. And I always want to add, I just want to add before, I'm going to add a bonus a bonus prayer after that um, angel-like forgiveness of the Kriyat Shema. I want to add a quick bonus prayer that is said when you wake up in the morning that I never did. Uh, maybe I'll do. Maybe I'll do a whole episode just devoted to that prayer song. But I just want to. I think I did, it's added a bonus last minute. I want to do since I since about the rising up with the Shema, and it's called the Matovu. There are. With the Matavu, there's multiple different, like many other prayers and songs, there's multiple different ways of going through it. So I'm going to try one version and then maybe I'll think if there's a second version. Oh, and basically it has Jacob in it and it helps you what you're supposed to say when you get up. Okay. Matovu, Matovu, Matovu Ochalecha Yaakov, Mishkeno Decha Yisrael, Vaani Perov Chasecha, Avavetecha, Eshachave, Eshachave, Elhecha, Kachecha, Beiratecha, Adonai Avtivion Betecha, Umikom Mishkan Devodech, Miodech, Miodecha, Vaani Eshachave, Vievrecha, Evre. 
Rebecha Lifnei Adonai Osif Va'ani Tefilati Lecha Adonai Ratzon Elohim Barov Chastecha Aneni Biemetchecha Matovu Ochelayakov Mishkanodecha Yisra. Anyway, that's Matovu. Now that was my one and only time doing Matovu because um I don't really want to say it in another episode. But anyway, that was an added-on bonus thing about this whole thing. And we're already now forty minutes. We're already now forty minutes in. This thing about relationships has gone on longer than I originally intended. Because I wanted to have make sure everything was out there. But yeah. Um, this is my experiences dating Jewish women. And what I learned from those relationships. With some added on uh, human relationship terms. With um, stylicism, hypergamy, pre-false law. And just don't be angry with women. Don't hate women. It is what it is. We just got to. Be by yourselves, be alone, but if you have a relationship, make sure it's one you want to be happy in, because a lot of people aren't happy in relationships, no no matter whatever the case may be. But yeah, I went out with three Jewish women, yeah, 2002, 2013, and 2017. I'm still looking for that fourth Jewish woman. It's hard to say whether she'll be the final one or not, but always keep your options open and just remember to... Always, um, do what, let, as a man, you should do what's best in your own best interest and also, because a lot of women will play a lot of games, but that, women playing games, I guess, could be a whole other episode, either, uh, with, um, with any guests or co-hosts in the future. But anyway, we're, we're already over the 40 minute point, um, but yeah, that's what I had to say about the Jewish women I went out with and all that extra stuff I added after the Jewish women. But um, with that said, I'm just going to stop it right here because I'm talking too much. Uh, and this po- at, this, at this point, it would definitely be rambling. So um, everybody dance and have a good time. Make sure she wants to, that, she, that she's patient with you, that she's intelligent, beautiful, uh, is compliant, doesn't give you a hard time. Yeah, that, that that's all important stuff with with, with some with that. Um, so every she has to love to dance with you because I love to dance, so she has to love to dance. She's probably at a university or she's probably uh, in her um, mid to late twenties. Everybody dance and have a good time. Everybody dance and have a good time. Everybody dance and have a good time. This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment LLC signing out. Wow.